If, if he was an American, he would have been riding like a motorized scooter or something. A motorized gun? Escape Games podcast. This is level 50. Criminal Girls promotes good hygiene. That's right. We are back with our regular oh, That's schedule. what you titled it. I didn't even read that yet. <laughs> Regularly scheduled podcast. That's yeah, right there at the very top. <laughs> we are we are back. Back with the news. Back all four players doing a splatfest. We're gonna get right into it with the news from this last week. Uh but first, boys, how are you doing? Good. Uh, I lost a tooth. What happened? Uh, I was supposed to get a crown on a tooth and I bit down on a power bar and oh. it was really powerful that it cracked <laughs> said tooth. And so um, I went to the dentist and they couldn't save it. So last Saturday was, I had, was your tooth nicknamed Lamar Odom? <laughs> no, no. Well, it, sh- it should have been because I guess it was useless and it had no more uh, place in my mouth, but <laughs> I, I, I had it extracted. Um <laughs> And so now, uh, but it's not visible. Like you would have to like pull my mouth pretty wide, criminal goal style, to kind of see it. <laughs> oh my god! But uh, I'm uh, I'm signing off now. Uh, this is <laughs> going to be a good episode. But but I, uh, yeah, now I have uh, two missing teeth: one from hockey and one from a power bar. <laughs> uh, both e- I'm equally proud of. Yeah, the dis- the disparity in that is is outstanding. Yeah, but you I'm should, in the middle of getting a power um, bar or or email them a, uh, <laughs> a, a t- an implant. You could get like free power bars, maybe. Yeah, the power bar sponsor the podcast and reparations. Yeah, I'm gonna get a, an implant with a laser or something. I want some cool little device like a radio. Maybe we could get Pandora in it. Or um, <laughs> wasn't get- wasn't that like a thing that like people would be like picking up radio stations with their fillings and shit? Yeah, yeah maybe make it an amiibo. Make your tooth an amiibo. Yeah, like just oh. pop it out, put it on the like the little data pad there. Boom! Collect tooth all thirty six. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, don't you have thirty two teeth? I don't know. Wait, if you have what your wisdom, wisdom teeth, teeth, you have thirty six. Some people have a lot of wisdom teeth. More than four? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So people are like, don't people have like six or eight? No. Anyway, um. The, uh, let's just get into this real quick because we have to. We know about teeth as well as we know about geography. <laughs> Thirty-two teeth. Okay. Thirty-two teeth, including in four wisdom teeth, in Singapore, in China. So, uh, destiny emotes are oh, here. We're talking about this stupid shit again. Oh uh, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> I, I've still neglected to pick up. Sorry, the Jeremy. King. <laughs> It'll be quick. It'll be quick. I've neglected to pick up the Taken King. One, I know you have the Taken King, mm-hmm. um, and I know that we've been talking about the emotes in the Sword Bear Clan uh, Facebook page. Uh, shouts mm-hmm. out, shouts out. Um, so, a quick overview. Um, this is what um, oh, fuck, uh, head of PR from Bungie. I can't remember his name, and he made that really obnoxious quote a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, where he's like, "When you see the kind of emotes we have, you're gonna throw money at your screen." Um, and the emotes are <laughs> really the emotes. I mean, there is the Carlton, which is pretty cool. Yes, yes. Yeah, so the emotes are. Isn't that here. also the most expensive one? Uh, yes, it does. Um, so here's the pricing structure. Uh, each emote is 200 silver, except for the leg- two legendary emotes. Those are 500 silver. Now, silver is the new in-game currency that you can get by uh, giving real Earth dollars. Um, and this is how it breaks down. You get 500 silver for five bucks. 
1100 silver for 10 bucks, 2300 silver for 20 bucks. Um, and each player is given 400 silver off the bat. And the it's just the only two that I thought were even remotely interesting were the Carlton. You can get the Carlton dance from Fresh Prince. And the um, uh, there was like the Bring It On, which was just Neo from uh, uh, The Matrix. Where he puts his hand behind his back and like does the, you know, the, the come here uh, gesture. Um, if you want to get all of the emotes, I think there's 18. Jesus. Uh, it's going to cost you 38 bucks at 4200 silver. Juan, have you purchased any emotes? I purchased the slow clap because even the description is called great. That's just really great. <laughs> and I bought it. I applied it to my Titan. I stood in front of the vendor, which I recognize as Bungie. And I must have slow clapped them in front of like 10 times. Like <laughs> really Bungie. That system of DLCs Wait, you, is just great. When you buy an fitting. emote, is it only good for one character? You could, yeah, you have to move it around for your like other two characters if you made it. So, so you like would have to item. buy it. Yeah, you would have to buy it. Or you would have to buy it again for each character. Yeah. Jesus. But you get to return it in 15 minutes if you don't like it. So at least you get that great spirit. Well, it's all good then. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, but uh, but what gets me, what would have made more sense, and forgive me, because I've tried to figure this out. You already have four emotes. You have a sit down. You have a um, like a dance move that's already uh, tied into your race of character. You have point. a wave. And uh, yeah, then you could replace the point with the emote that you can buy from the vendor. If I could replace all four of them and really, you know, customize my character, that would make more sense. But here Wait, you're you can only you can only replace one. I've only been able to replace that one. I don't know how to replace if you can replace the other three. Some old bullshit. So it's like you you can buy all these emotes, but you can't stack more <laughs> than one. I you like that that's just, the that's the bullshit is that you can't you can't <laughs> lock more than well, I mean, one emote like the bullshit is bullshit not that you've already spent bullshit, 150 plus dollars on this game and the fact that they're trying to sell you <laughs> emotes is not the bullshit well i mean yes uh, derek we have weird we have different priorities here in america okay <laughs> well fuck that i'm not done to bothering with it either <laughs> what was that josh i said i'm not bothering with it either like that i'm anti-american today well, today today <laughs> you you are uh, just as much of a weeaboo as i is wow uh <laughs> I is, um, is, is. So, so is is so much so that um, we it's about both, the same grammar as you use in your writing. Um, <laughs> what even do I? Because I ain't care. <laughs> you, like you forgot a word in a title in the one post you wrote today. Um, yeah, I did, and it was really embarrassing. So thanks. No problem. That's what I'm here for. Um, but I caught it. And I put it in there when I was done. No, I put it in there. Which article? The Fallout Four trailer. What tra- what did I what word did I leave out? Uh, I think it was had. Has wait, let me let's load the site. <laughs> oh, we're at it. Fallout Four is a game. Uh, <laughs> you had uh, you had it. It said this live action Fallout Four trailer. Uh, I think it said has radiating with excitement. You <laughs> the us, I believe. <laughs> S- shut up, one. I'm gonna show my students that post. Fuck you. <laughs> I fixed it now. Grammar. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Anyway, so Bethesda released a live action trailer for Fallout 4. 
called The Wanderer. Um, and it uh, is scored with the song The Wanderer. And you're following the main male protagonist from the game um, with his uh, Vault 111 standard issue jumpsuit. And he's just, and you're behind him, so third person, and you're just walking through uh, these different um, environments, and you're with the dog. And at first, I didn't think it was live action until I read the description on the video. Like, it was, it was like, it was really good. I saw a bunch of comments on, I can't remember if if it was the video or a page I had posted it. And like the top comment was like, wow, you must need a really good computer to run this. And then like <laughs> the next comment was like, it's actually live. Ac- this is actually a live action trailer. And then that person was like, oh, shit, thanks. They had live action on the Sega CD. So Night Trap. Yeah. Night Trap, Clap Trap. Live action is uh, making a comeback. Well, I mean, like uh, I wrote in the article that Bungie's been doing it for a minute. No, I mean, um, like I mean, like like full full motion video games. N- name one. Her story. I talked about it like a couple months ago on the podcast, and it was really good. And there's another one coming out that looks really good that I can't remember the title of. Her story was FMV. Yeah. Didn't you? Didn't you listen to the episode as we recorded it? Like, didn't you listen to it when editing? Um. I mean, I think I talked for a long time about how it was like probably the first really good FMV game that I've ever played. What the f- what? episode well then that would be an excuse i guess oh oh yeah well i mean granted okay i'm looking at the trailer granted it looks like you're just watching videos from a computer monitor yeah but you control the computer monitor you search shit and then you watch the videos on the computer huh huh anyway um anybody else check out the trailer what do you think like yeah it it, was amazing it got me. It got me so pumped to they've, pick up the game. They've been doing such a good job. I mean, with the uh, they had the uh, "Do you know what makes you special?" campaign, which is has one video left. We've been posting those up on the site. Uh, those are super funny. They're in the style of like old fifties cartoons, as you know the the typical Fallout motif is, um, and they're just super entertaining. And uh, you know they've been. I think they've been releasing one or two a week, like leading up to obviously the November tenth release and. You know, it's like you'll watch one and you'll be like, oh my God, Fallout's out so soon. Like, why isn't it out right now? And then a few days will pass and you'll kind of calm down and then they release another one and, you know, you're right back up there again. And uh, and then this today was, you know, I wasn't expecting to see another or a, a, like a live action trailer at all for the game because I don't think Bethesda typically does that sort of stuff. I don't um, think they ever have. No, but it was uh, super cool. Um, and then today, I don't know if you guys saw kind of off the trailer but they also announced a new update for fallout shelter uh which looks really cool um it adds a bunch of stuff uh that i oh like you can loot enemies now that you kill in your in your vault and uh there's like a survival mode now where you see how long your vault can survive uh it has uh it'll sync your saves between devices now at least on ios i'm not sure about android which i'm terrified of No, I saw you say that on Facebook. Why are you terrified of that? (laughs) Because I purposefully, like when the game launched and up until today, it did not have save syncing and I had no interest in running two separate vaults. So I only installed the game on my iPad, which I don't always have with me. Uh, But now that there's cloud syncing, I can put it on my phone and have it with me all the time, which is going to like fucking ruin my life. (laughs) Because that game is addicting as shit. I couldn't get into it. Really? I couldn't get into it. Why? I don't know. I just like it. 
Like I've I've heard so many people that have never played Fallout or have no or didn't like Fallout and are like, oh, Fallout Shelter is so good. Like I'm well, I, can't I don't, stop I don't playing it. I, for me, it's not a, an issue of the um, subject matter. It's just the game itself. Like I'm not into those like city building. Like I played Tiny Tower for a minute, and I have the My Little Pony like city building game, but I play that like once every two mm. three weeks. Yeah. Um, and that's just that's just not for for me. Uh, I know Derek's getting Fallout Day One. Josh, are you picking up Fallout Day One? Um, that uh, that's up to Megan because she's the Fallout fan. I don't play it. Oh, is she? Put her on. No. <laughs> I, I hope I'm getting Fallout Day One. I, I'm getting it whenever my uh, my Pip Boy edition gets to me. Well, I mean, you're getting which it is from Amazon actually, so it might arrive the day before, which would be wonderful. Oh. Uh, um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it was a cool trailer. Um. Yeah. I mean, like, there's not much to say other than game of the year cool trailer. Game of the year 2015. Yeah, absolutely. Game of the year 2015. Uh, and 2016, probably. Josh, um, I want to make sure that you're recording. So why don't you tell us about some Disney Infinity? Oh, so at New York Comic Con this week, there were a set of new announcements for Disney Infinity in the near future. One of which was officially announced and the other one was leaked by Amazon, which left Disney... which forced Disney to go into damage control and try to pull down every article that referenced the leak. But starting with the official news, um, Disney announced their plans for the uh, Force Unleashed line of Disney Infinity toys that's going to come out. I believe they had said December 21st is going to be the official date. And as they mentioned at D23, they are releasing a um, a playset with the two main characters Mm-hmm. Um, and my phone's crashing right now, so I can't. I'm having trouble pulling up the information. But Juan, you you're the big Star Wars guy. What are the main characters' names again? For the new set, uh, yeah, Ray and Finn. Yes, Ray and Finn. That's right. And then alongside them, they're coming out with a standalone um, Kylo Ren figure, and one other character who I also can't pull up right now because, of course. I was looking yeah. at the outline right up until you said my name, and then it just disappeared and won't come back. <laughs> up. But Not Darth Maul is it? <laughs> no, no, it's um, it's another uh, Force Unleashed ca- uh, character. Force Unleashed, Jesus, Force Awakens character. Yeah, it, it looks like he looks like a rebel pilot, but I oh, Poe Dameron. Poe, all right, Jesus, one holy crap! <laughs> you think the movie? I out read. <laughs> I, I I read nerd. <laughs> <laughs> No, the uh, the screenshots for for it look amazing, and I I honestly I I don't want to like Disney Infinity, but their sculpts look really cool. Like lately, yeah, like out of all of the Toys of Life lines, I think that Disney Infinity is my favorite one as far as the design of the figures and how they're sculpted. Like you said, yeah, um, and especially with this latest round of Skylanders or. I think I talked about it a few weeks ago where they all just look like crap this year. It's like there's clumps of like stuck on glue or there's like paint in the wrong places or they're all like scuffed up and dented in some cases. And then I even posted that picture of the Bowser with his like iris on his face instead of in yeah. his <laughs> eyeball. So it's like, I mean, Amiibos have cleaned up quite a bit since our early episodes where we were complaining about Marth's jacked up face and that kind of stuff. <laughs> but I still really do like the Disney Infinity sculpts, which 
is good for people who want to keep collecting these things because in addition to those uh, figures that they announced for The Force Awakens, they also officially unveiled their, I believe it was seven uh, light FX figures that they're coming out with, which are going to be re-releases of seven of the Jedi with light-up lightsabers. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so for an extra dollar, you can own your own light-up Jedi, many of which already came with play sets or starter kits so you'd be double dipping to get them oh my god they have tron legacy figures. oh yes yeah they, they have tron legacy wasn't it like disney infinity 1.0 no well in part two the tron characters are playable on the pc version but they didn't have a figure mm, and then with the third one they came out with a figure to go with the characters from the pc version they look amazing oh jesus like i want i want the mulan i i want the tron figures um I I want some I want Kylo Ren. Oh my god. I <laughs> This is ridiculous. You know, um did they ever make a Darkwing Duck uh Infinity? No, but they had a fan poll a few months ago and Darkwing Duck was the overall leader in that poll. So um they did a they did a creators poll a few months ago as well where they gathered up all the people who had the highest rated custom stages. Mm-hmm. And they had them vote on which character they wanted to get, and they voted Peter Pan. And they confirmed that he's going to actually come out as a figure early next year as well. So, based off the fan polls, I wouldn't be surprised if Darkwing Duck does end up coming out sometime soon. Yeah, or at least we'll um, get some kind of announcement. Huh. huh. But yeah, but like hey, in Josh, addition, huh? I, I just want to warn you. Um, since you're in LA, you might want to be uh, careful. The Dodgers just lost the series to the Mets. Oh, so, um, yeah, be, be well, I, I lock myself in the house all the time as it is, so I'm good. All right, pray for Josh <laughs> Jackson. It's going to be a purge outside tonight. It's going to be a purge. <laughs> it's a, Dude, do you live in West Hollywood? It's always a purge. No, it's not West Hollywood. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm there enough, but I don't live there. <laughs> um, Like, have you ever walked out of... Oh, uh, maybe you have. I was going to say you don't live out here, but... You could probably relate. Like you just go out in the middle of the night and you're walking through West Hollywood and every restaurant has dudes dancing on tables. I from I grew up in Long Beach, so I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. I grew no. up in a neighborhood called Long Beach. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No but, uh. <laughs> no, but yeah, just to wrap up the Disney stuff, so um, the light-up figures that they announced were Anakin, which of course comes with the game, so that sucks. Um, Yoda, Obi-Wan, uh, Darth Vader, and what were the other three? Because my phone's still not working. Um, it was Yoda, Obi-Wan, Anakin, Darth Vader, Luke, um, Kanan Jarrus from Star Wars Rebels, and the fifth and the last one... Whoever it was, it wasn't Ahsoka because that was the only one I wanted as a light up, and that was like the only one that didn't get picked. Hmm. So that's fucking sucked. But outside of that, uh, when I said Disney went into damage control earlier this week, it was also because Amazon accidentally leaked three new Marvel characters that hadn't been announced yet, hmm. uh, which were one of which was Ant Man, which they pretty much confirmed a while ago, but it was like an unofficial thing. But in addition to that, they had Vision and Black Panther. So it's really hard to find any of the images right now, though, because Disney completely purged every website that would that had posted articles about it and asked them to take them down, which most of them complied. So mm-hmm. it's really hard to find proof of it. But trust me, 
it's out there and people are pretty mad that uh, Scarlet Witch still is nowhere to be found. I, I, I want to believe. <laughs> I want to believe. No, it's pretty much a sure thing because Disney freaked out over it. I was just trying to make an X-Files joke. Oh. Well, does anyone watch X-Files anymore? <laughs> no, because it hasn't been on in 10 years. But it's going to be next next year. <laughs> I know. It looks so good. So hype. So hype. And they just uh, updated the X-Files on Netflix and it's now in HD. Ooh, I'm going to have to go and rewatch that. Okay. And my phone's finally working again, so I wasn't completely wrong. It was six figures, so the six that I named for the the light FX are the six that are announced so far. Oh, wow. But I wouldn't be surprised if more if like Kylo Ren, I'm sure is going to get one down the line. And then I wouldn't be surprised if Darth Maul does too just because this light up red lightsabers seem badass, so yeah, If I were if I were Anyone out there listening to this, don't buy them when they first come out. Wait for the light-up one so you're not stuck with a bunch of normie figures like I am now. <laughs> normie figures. Uh, but you need to have the full set. I mean, Derek's Amiibo collection is proof enough that you have to have the full set. You well, I skipped, on, I skipped on almost all of the crystal figures before, so I don't really give a shit. Crystal? Ugh, gross. That's almost as bad as gold Mario. And silver Mario. Uh, and uh, modern Mario. Uh, and 8-bit Mario. Hey, that one's Mario cool. Party Mario. <laughs> That one's cool. Um, uh, uh, Juan, did you get a chance to play the Star Wars uh, Battlefront beta? I did. Uh, that was the, the pretty much the highlight of my weekend. Cool. After, after um, recovering from said the, tooth extraction. Yeah, well, uh, we'll talk about it. Um, I want to get your gaming impressions when we get into what we've been playing. Um, but they announced that there's going to be no VoIP support on the PC. And the only VoIP support that's going to be on the consoles is going to be the built-in party system. Um, wait, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. So, what? Platoon was onto something. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 Okay. All right. Yes. Yeah. I, I, yes. You are. Your what is very agreeable. Um, there. They haven't really like said why. Um, I can understand their logic. Um, perfect. Uh, specifically, when I played um, Battlefield Four. And Battlefield 3, uh, no, Battlefield 4 had VoIP. Battlefield 3 didn't have it. When, when I played Battlefield 4 on PC, there was built-in VoIP uh, with your squads, but I literally only used it once. Yeah, that's because you're a shitty team player. I am the... <laughs> you're supposed. How are you supposed to teamwork without voice chat? Well, I, oh, no. Uh, okay, let me, let, me, let me reiterate. I've only used it once w- with response. It's usually like, hey, how's everybody going? And then nothing nothing that's some backpedaling or, right there or i'm playing with five other dudes on skype and we're already like rolling deep in the squad so <clears throat> so do you often play with five other dudes on skype i, I don't there's girls don't play games come on come on they just whine about uh sexism in video games without actually playing them oh controversy <laughs> um uh well as controversy when you have to label it <laughs> <laughs> Tell that to people on Tumblr. Yes, um, <laughs> but um, hashtag so, controversy. Hashtag, that's oh, that should be the title of the episode. So I, I can see their their logic for um, it. They must have seen that it was not a very well used um, feature on the PC. <laughs> but I mean, not not including it because not everybody uses it is like Google fucking cancel like getting rid of Google Reader because it only has millions of users. Yeah, as opposed to hundreds of millions, um, but but I can see that it every server like usually typically had like a mumble or a, um, a uh, what do you call it a t- 
TeamSpeak server attached to it, and it's like, hey, here's our TeamSpeak IP. Join it, and then you can talk with everybody that's you know playing right now and join squads and yada yada yada. And I believe there was server plugins that would automatically put you in channels with other people that you were squatted with. So it um uh, and that was that was their their response was, hey, go ahead and use your favorite third party software. Um, but on the console, there the only thing you can do is is party uh, use the built in party system. Now that um, my biggest gripe with uh, Battlefront is their partying system is that you can only partner with one person um, at a time, and you guys can both um, typically in ba- Battlefield games you can uh, there's a squad leader and everybody can spawn on the squad leader and the squad leader can spawn on anybody else. In this, in this, uh, there's two people and you can spawn on each other independently. But if you're rolling in a three-man squad or an odd number squad, you have somebody that's left out. Um, uh, so I, I would like to see it built in to the consoles at least. Well, I'd like to see it built in the PC, but I would like to see it built in the consoles, but it's it's not. And we're running into that 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 issue that Destiny ran into is that if you were like matchmaking you um uh, they patched in that like fire team uh chat support um one uh did you um did you get a, did you get a lot of time in it what do you think about no voip on the consoles um, i mean you obviously obviously like got exuberant with it i i don't understand why we can't have it like first they get rid of local multiplayer and now they get rid of us talking to our friends they got rid of campaign too. Do we have to. Is that included <laughs> when I fork over the fifty dollars season pass? Uh, no. Yeah. Well. The, well. Don't get me. Don't get me started on season passes because I typically buy them with Battlefield <laughs> games. Like I bought. I bought premium with three and four. It just. So. It's, I'm getting super frustrated with all, like these advances in technology and how the this is supposed to be like the the greatest stage of video gaming because we're having these powerful consoles giving us experiences that movies cannot, and you know we get half of a game or not even that on release, and we have to get the full experience out of microtransactions after microtransaction after another microtransaction or a season pass. So for and and then when we even fork over the money for that, we don't get the features that games from a console generation ago had. Exactly. Yeah, everything's regressing, but they're wrapping it in this PR package that makes it sound like everything's getting but better. But it's but it's sixty frames a second. And it's not even fifty frames per second half the time. <laughs> and is there <laughs> even it's, a, it's ca- sad, like a sad single player like- campaign in battle in Battlefield? Um, Star Wars? Uh no, there's like there's like horde mode, which has a story behind it. Like, like, but, but that's, but that's it. Yeah. It's a, at the, look, uh, and I'm, I'm a huge, huge diehard star Wars fan. I, okay. I've read, I'm re, I've read all, let me put it this way. All the novels that have come out in the last like two, three months, I've been going through them like water. I'm about to finish uh, this new one uh, from last month called lost stars. I'm just about to finish that one. I'm devouring everything star Wars related in preparation for the movie, I played that beta as much as I humanly can over the weekend. And I loved what I played. But the minute I put my controller down, I'm like, all right, you know what, EA? Uh, I, 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 I want to I wanna hold some reservations. But goddamn, this is a really good build. I love this. I'm ready. I'm ready to give you my money. I, I, 
I know it's Star Wars and I was good throwing, but here I feel really good. I love what you put together. And then the season pass news broke out, and now this for the VoIP. And I, I don't know. It, it just I'm, I'm and I'm frustrated, and I, part of me doesn't want to get it because I know sometime next year you'll get the collector's edition, which has yeah. all that stuff already in it. So I'm paying fifty dollars extra to play things early that other users will get for free in about five months. Well, if uh, that. And here's here's my experience. Or jo- actually, Josh, you, you said you wanted to say something. Oh no, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, story of our life. Um, um, in my experience with the Battlefield games it, that I've bought the season pass for, is the, the premium very rarely goes on sale, and expansions very rarely go on sale. Um, the core game goes on sale all the time. So after a couple of months of playing whatever expansion is out, the the most populated servers are the ones that are the core game still. Um, and as much as the the hardcore community for Battlefield wanted to make it a competitive esports game, it just there's there's way too many variables to make it a competitive game. Um, uh, just you know, a, a game for like Counter Strike. Um, it's, it's like pure, pure skill based. There's, there's no variables, but so if you have one guy that has a heavy barrel attachment and then another guy that doesn't, but has an extra scope, you know, there's too many variables to make it a really competitive game and tournaments have tried, but they haven't really done well. Um, so I wasn't, I, I mean, I wasn't completely heartbroken that there wasn't VoIP in the game, but then I found out they're releasing a six V six competitive mode. Uh, called a uh, droid race or dro- droid chase or something where your team has to go find uh, droids that are roaming around the battlefield to bring them back uh, to score points. And uh, that sounds, and with the very small, minute number of gun and loadout um, uh, variables, I-, I think that could be a very competitive game uh, game type, but, but like, Fuck it! Like, who needs who needs VoIP? I mean, even in when you're solo queuing in Counter Strike, you can still talk to people and call strats and you know make calls. But this seems it. Uh, but when I heard about that, I was very disappointed. We shouldn't be forced to make that though. That that should be part of the service. Oh, absolutely, and absolutely, and, and running a, a, an MP3 codec on top of your server just the overhead is 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 nil, absolutely nil. There's, 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 there's no reason why even in, in Metal Gear Online, which is a, a peer-to-peer game, there's, there's, there's VoIP. So I don't, I don't, I don't see it. It's, it's, it's not going to be a deal breaker for me, but, um, uh, it's, you know, it's still, I'm still not going to pre-order it, but I, that's that. You know, it's, it's, somebody mentioned it on a message board earlier. Like this is the stuff that we have to stop paying for because it's, and, and it, well, even though we all know it's not going to happen, but until we collectively stop accepting these DLC season pass pieces of garbage that are just going to keep doing it. And 50 yeah. bucks, I mean, you're asking us to pay the game twice fold. Yeah. And yeah. Like season, pro- season passes in general are just so bad because it's like, you don't, you're paying up front for something that you, where you have no idea what the final product's going to be. And um, I've never seen, or I can't think of a time where I've seen a season pass come out and the community after all the content was available was felt satisfied with their purchase. It's True. like, like the closest thing I've seen to it is maybe like mortal Kombat nine when they had all those surprise characters and that kind of stuff. But 
I mean, the most recent example, and like season passes weren't even that expensive back then, but the most recent example aside from Battlefront, like if you look at Batman Arkham, Arkham City, and, you know, that had an expensive season pass and they promised that it was going to be like six months worth of content and it was going to be like extra story modes and stuff. And when it when it started coming out, it ended up being like the story mode of Batgirl was like an hour long. Um, the extra missions that they let you play in challenge modes were just basically challenge modes that were in every other Arkham game as a default. And th- but those were the only modes that you could play as Nightwing and Catwoman in because in the actual story, they're only in it for like five seconds, even though the game's trailers made it look like they were going to be a big part of the game. And it's like every everything aside from that has just been skins and that kind of stuff. And it's like, at what point are people going to finally just be like, I'm mad enough to stop paying for it. But for every person that says, or at least it seems like for every person that says, oh, I'm tired of season passes, like the next time a season pass comes out for a game that they like, they, you know, will take the plunge again and be like, well, I hope this one's better. But like I said, I haven't really heard of a community really being overwhelmed with right. excitement over a season pass after all the content's available. On a, on a related note, Splatoon's giving out free weapons tomorrow. <laughs> They've been giving out free weapons like every week since it came yeah. out. Yeah, I've never actually awesome. bought a season pass before. Really? Uh, no, never. I well, and I it because I I you know aside from like the Arkham games and a few. Single player titles, the season pass stuff is typically on multiplayer games as, you know, like way more often. And I very rarely play multiplayer games. Um, Now, do you not play multiplayer games just because like you're not good at it or like? No, I'm I'm like I usually get pretty good. I just don't have the time. Yeah, for me, you know, like if I like I have. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say, sometimes I just want to feel like I'm playing a game with a purpose instead of just like an endless multiplayer thing. Yeah, like, you know, I'm lucky, well, the, the I'm lucky if I get... definitely not your game of choice. <laughs> I'm lucky if I get like an hour a week to play, and so I'd rather be, you know, experiencing a plot or something like that than just playing multiplayer. Um, is That's the biggest thing. And that being said, I'm definitely going to buy the season pass for Fallout 4. <laughs> and when the Fallout 4 season pass is over people will be satisfied with the content in that season pass because look at all the DLC for the last fallout games. There was so much of it and it was so good. Oh, that reminds me of something. I just thought of something else though, too. Another thing about season passes is where lately the season pass doesn't even cover all the DLC. Well, what really? Yeah, I think I don't remember. I think it might've been mortal Kombat X, but (coughs) I might be wrong, but there was a game where, or no, I think it was injustice maybe where the season pass was literally just for a season but they didn't really make it clear in the advertisement. So people were really pissed off. So it was like, it got them all the DLC for like the first three months. And then they came out with a second season pass. Well, <laughs> anyway, uh, that's it. Uh, that's it. Well, actually I do have one last news thing I want to talk about, but uh, uh, anybody else want to cover any news from this week? Um, no, no, do what I you gotta do. About it. Um, I mean, um, uh, just to rapid fire, um, some screens or, or some screenshots, some pictures from the Assassin's Creed movie set are out. Basically, it's just a concrete building with some Abstergo logos. So but, it was. So it's perfect. So, it's a perfect uh, yeah. representation of Assassin's Creed One. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, but you know, what, you know what I was thinking the other day. Sorry to interrupt you. No, go ahead. So, like, I just think it would be really funny if what if they announced that like they were going to shoot uh, 
Assassin's Creed, the movie, in like a more cinematic 48 frames per second. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Gold star for Mr. Derek Cranville. <laughs> I just think that would be super funny. Oh, fuck you, Ubisoft. Um, uh, other than that, um, Rocket League is adding a Back to the Future DeLorean. Uh, Rocket League. Also- Have you guys played Rocket League? It's so fun. Um, no, I, I haven't a, had a chance yet. Um, I played a little bit of it. Um, I think I'm going to pick up this DLC and start playing it more on the on the, the PlayStation 4. Yeah, this that DLC looks awesome. Yeah, two bucks and you get a DeLorean. Fuck it. I mean, that's cool. Um, which, I guess we'll give a little sneak peek. Uh, we're going to be having a contest for a Back to the Future themed Funko Pop uh, next week, actually. Um, it's going to go live on our site. So you uh, diehard Geekscape Games listeners have the heads up. But um, check, the, check the website next week. There's a certain date. If you search Shane O'Hare, it'll be the one article he writes next week. Absolutely. 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 Fuck you, Derek. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do want to talk about uh, a new trailer that came out today that me and Josh were quite excited for. Uh, do you want to do you want to break the seal, Josh? Oh no, you found it. You take the credit. Um, there's an overview trailer for Criminal Girls Two, <laughs> and um, the exciting follow up to 2015's Criminal Girls One that came out this year. Yeah, well, it's a PSP game that got remade for Vita, but never came out here. It's like another uh, one of those. I'm watching this trailer, and Jesus Christ, I, I, if this gets released in America, I'm going to be surprised. And it's probably going to be rated. What's its rating? Well, here's the thing with the first Criminal Girls. I mean, it obviously was released here, but it has like these weird pink clouds over them. So you can't really see fully what you're doing. Oh, okay. so they might they might end up censoring it this time around, too, if it does come out, especially because. This one looks so much worse than the first one, just from that trailer. I mean, um, to tell, like, wax poetic for us about Criminal Girls, since you actually have the game, and I'm, I'm definitely gonna have to get a Vita now for that. I know you've, I keep saying you've literally it, been saying, like, it, I think you've said I'm definitely going to have to get a Vita every episode for the last year. Dude, I know. I just keep forgetting. Except that one time you remembered and you let that guy talk you into not getting it. Yeah, I know. Okay, right. Like, that right. guy was doing you a service. <laughs> I saw that guy walking to work, all right? So that guy has lost all credibility with me. No internet, walks to work. That's not very American. Oh, but it doesn't make sense in Alaska either when you, you, know, you live 15 miles from your, your work. But anyway, Josh. If, if he was an American, he would have been riding like a motorized scooter or something. <laughs> a motorized gun. oh my god uh anyway so uh, criminal girls 2 like like if no one is isn't aware what criminals criminals girls is what what is what is so criminal girls was or is an rpg where you play as basically like a prison guard and your party is as the title suggests, a group of criminal girls who all need to be reformed in order to listen to your commands while you're uh, fighting the uh, turn-based battles. So um, when the game starts, they actually don't listen to anything you say, and you're just sitting there getting your ass kicked until you can get to the first point where you get to discipline them through the punish option. 
So at that point, you pay a certain amount of like in-game currency, then you pick which party member you want to uh, you pick which party member you want to punish, and then it sets up a mini game where you're like where you have them like bound and gagged and you're like whipping them. And once once you get a certain score, like the higher score you get from the mini game, the more experience they get, and then the more experience they get, the more they'll obey you, and then you start unlocking more abilities and attacks and that kind of thing. Like your typical RPG fare, except, you know, you don't necess- you don't usually abuse your party members. What did, what did uh, uh, Juan, how did you describe it? It was like a... It's like a more sadistic version of Nintendogs. <laughs> I mean, that's... that's you gotta the... keep, I just want to... Yeah, you have to keep them clean. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, that was another uh, weird thing about the trailer. Can I, the first game... Can I put I, lipstick I mean, I... on while I'm whipping them, <laughs> cleansing them of their sins? <laughs> terrible but i mean like the first game i haven't i didn't play very far into it because it was honestly kind of slow and boring to me but um this as far as i saw it was only pretty much like the whipping but in this trailer that you pulled up it was like you're like juan was suggesting you're like scrubbing them you're whipping them you're like what it looked like they were like had they had an icon where it said like press here for a certain amount of time and let go and even like the whipping part, it seemed like they added a bit of like if anyone played Elite Beat Agents, it had like an Elite Beat Agent rhythm yeah. mechanic where they had like a little circle on the screen. You had to tap in the rhythm of the circle closing in order to discipline them properly, I guess. Not just <laughs> that, but the screenshot, like the trailer look, made it look like it was like you could have more than one at the same time. So. Oh, everybody's all about two first. Um, and they had ice. They had ice cubes. Oh, yeah. I miss the ice cubes. I think oh. I was just in shock from everything else before that, that I didn't notice that there were ice cubes involved. Yeah. Um, I think I found my new, uh, uh, not my new, uh, best girl, but a new, a new waifu, um, is a uh, Sui or Sui, uh, S U I, uh, from the game. I think she's my new, new waifu. Um, uh, what, I, what I think is absolutely like the trailer just kept getting more and more ridiculous. Hey guys, like, I just got a, it was a, what's the producer of the game, Josh? Uh, Nipponichi. Yeah. I just got an email from them. Uh, how weird is that, right? Yeah. Um, apparently, well, they sent us a, a video of the opening theme. Uh, okay. I wanted. To, I don't know if this is a part of the the first game or what's going on. But let me see what this is. Wait. Yeah. Uh, here is the exclusive for the Geekscape Games crew. Here is the exclusive opening theme to the game. Uh, okay. Wait. Wait a minute. Wait. I know this. <laughs> awesome yeah that, cool whoa two players oh but the second player never gets a controller you just have to sit there <laughs> and uh apparently there's the collectors like super collectors edition where um uh, included with the whip uh there's lots of lotion <laughs> so uh yeah, we didn't even mention the collector's edition yet if it wasn't absurd enough. That's an exclusive to Geekscape, though. I love you, Juan. I love you so much. Um, yeah, no. Shway the... as fuck. <laughs> this is Shway as fuck. Um, Doing my part to revive Batman Beyond. Uh, oh my god, Shway. That's where that was. Oh, that was that was the one thing that I thought was completely obnoxious watching Batman Beyond. Was there like future lingo? But we're pretty close there with like swag and swaggy, so. 
Yeah, I think you're the only one that says swag and swaggy. Um, no, me and Justin Bieber. Me and Justin Bieber. Uh, Ugu. Uh, but we're all watching the the trailer together, and just it's getting more and more absurd. Um, but there's two collector's editions. There's one that comes with like CDs and stuff, but comes with a blindfold, a Criminal Girls branded blindfold. But the the extra extra special edition comes with a riding crop whip. Uh, so um, you can uh, get your uh, you can start your own prison and have your own Criminal Girls. So day one day that's going to be a pre order for me. That's going to be pre order. <laughs> the game that makes you break your pre order vow. Yeah, I've seen a lot of crazy pre order bonuses. You know, the boxers from uh, what was that one game, Josh? Maximo. Catherine. Uh, Catherine. Oh, oh, um, wow. I was going way back. Okay. <laughs> there were like pillowcases and whatnot, but uh, a whip. Yeah, that, that's a. Uh, yeah, have fun c- picking that up with your mom, kids. <laughs> I don't. Th- well, if well, it's rated kid- M, so hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully so the moms will make informed decisions. Uh, come on, come on. We know for a fact that b- that parents make terrible decisions when it comes to getting their kids video games. Well, I mean, at the very least, the Criminal Girls Collector's Edition will come with something for their kid and for them. Oh! oh! Special Oedipus Rex Edition of Criminal Girls. <laughs> um, We're very literature savvy here. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, that's that's it for news. Um, what do you guys say we get into our games we've been playing? Derek, what have you been playing? Um, so I've been playing a bit more Tony Hawk Five. Uh, it's been a busy week for me, so I didn't get a chance to play too much. I put maybe another ninety minutes into it. Still having fun. Uh, everything that I said last week still stands. The you know the music is forgettable at best there's not a single song you know i've i've heard the whole soundtrack probably five times now and there's not a single song that sticks out at me which is sad um level design is uninspired at best uh but the physics feel the most solid that they have in years and it feels like an old tony hawk game so i am still playing it and i'm still having fun uh so that's the one you know i I, hopefully i'll have my review up this week um I don't think it's worth the $60 um, just based on the amount of content that's in it. But um, yeah, this they, is a killer fucking soundtrack. What are you talking about? No, it's no good. Uh, <laughs> in, in any case, I don't think it's worth the $60. I know Activision has promised that they're working on fixes for the various bugs in the game. Again, I haven't really seen many of them personally, or at least anything that wasn't present in other Tony Hawk games. You know, I haven't fallen through any levels or, you know, bailed weirdly on like things that shouldn't have made me bail or anything like that. Um, yeah, they, you know, Activision's promised fixes for the stuff that is wrong with it and also more levels. I can't remember how many levels that they announced, but they said that they were going to be free. Um, so that's a positive. Uh, I also had an opportunity to play the first episode of Minecraft story mode. Um, should have a review full written review up on geekscape.net in the next day or two. Uh, that one was a lot of fun. I was, <sighs> I didn't know what to expect. Like, I mean, I, I played the shit out of Minecraft uh, up until about a year and a half ago, and I haven't really picked it up since. But um, I didn't really know what to expect because the Telltale games that I'm used to playing are, you know, the, the content is very graphic and very mature. And so putting it into this family-friendly package, I was like, is it even going to be interesting? And 
am I even going to care about the choices that I'm making? Because that was obviously that's the biggest thing in the telltale games is the choices are literally like you think about them for days afterwards. Um, you know, like some of those choices in the walking dead series, like they're, they're, they're freaking nightmares. Um, definitely not as intense in Minecraft story mode, but the story is still super interesting. Basically there's a group of friends who is trying to win this like building competition, but then like shit goes wrong. And, uh, I mean, I don't want to spoil it, but it's the story is quite interesting. I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do with the next episode. It's just kind of it. it it's the coolest thing about the story to me is it feels like I, I've, I've seen little kids play Minecraft. Some of my close friends have kids and they all play Minecraft together and they like create these stories as they're play- I mean, there's nothing actually going on in the game. They're just building shit, but they're creating these like stories as they play about the world that they're in and about who their characters are and stuff like that. And playing this Minecraft story mode felt like that, but with an actual plot and it was really neat. And, and seeing the Minecraft assets used this way, was really cool. Um, a lot of laughs, great voice cast. Like Patton Oswalt is the main character, which is hilarious. And, um, um, oh shit. What's his name? Hugh Herman's in it. Yeah. You know, there's a huge, like a huge cast. Um, it's, it's, it's a really good cast. Uh, really in pretty fact, game. Actually, I wrote up the press release many, uh, many moons ago. Uh, <sighs> it, it runs really smoothly. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens next, uh, for sure. And that's it. That's it. Uh, uh, one of you, uh, let's, let's let Josh go and then let's let us talk about battlefront a little bit. So Josh, we've been playing. Mm-hmm. So I jumped back into amnesia memories. I decided that, um, after the last time I talked about the game, um, that it just wasn't working out with Shin anymore. So I decided, I decided to start dating Iki. And the thing is, it's like, you know, I don't know what's going on anymore. I lose my memories or whatever. And this dude is apparently my boyfriend. But if he's supposed to be my boyfriend, why is he surrounded by all these other girls all the time? And then they're just like, <laughs> they're just openly saying, oh, your girlfriend's so plain. You should date us instead. And he's like, oh, I'll think about it. And I'm like, fuck you, dude. What do you mean you'll think about it? <laughs> like, what the hell am I supposed to be? But then he's all like, like, I'm sorry. I have this condition where if people look in my eyes, they fall in love with me. But they don't the mean fuck? anything to me. Please. <laughs> Like, I just want you to like me, but you never seem to like me anymore. And I don't want him to know I have amnesia. So I'm like, all right, I'll pretend I don't like you, even though you're kind of hot. But then I started hearing rumors about how he's just really nice to whoever he dates until he gets to sleep with them. And then he dumps them and I don't want to get dumped. So I'm like, he's like, oh, let's do something. And I'm like, I'm, I'm afraid to do anything because I think you're going to leave me. And then he's like, don't listen to rumors and all this stuff. But I don't know where we stand right now. Is so, the game or Twilight? It's like fucking horrible. It's like, <laughs> horrible. This is awesome. I have amnesia, but I have this power that you fall in love with me. I would try that in real life. See how that goes. It apparently works in Japan. He's tried to climb on me like three times so far. <laughs> what, what, what's it? Um, what's it? Sundere? Sundir? How do you say it? Sundere? Sundere? Sundere. Oh, Sundere. Oh, that, was, that was Shin. That was the guy who dumped me because he couldn't figure out my attempted murder. But that was another to, universe, so that doesn't count. I need to get this game. It sounds fucking, fucking badass. <laughs> it's on Steam. I might actually have a review code that I never use because I don't use Steam. Oh shit! Do that. Get it. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Uh, we, could, we can compare. We can compare our husbando woes together. We can, we can compare. Oh <laughs> god! I regret pressing record. <laughs> uh. 
Uh, it wouldn't be the Geekscape Games podcast without a little bit of regret. I feel like I'm Sam the Eagle at times. You're like, this is not proper. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> what happened to th- good and wholesome podcasting? Why did I, I think of Eddie the Eagle there for a second? I'm like, you're all about gun control uh, or like, like gun safety? Like what? Yeah. What? Um, uh, what else you got, Josh? Um, I finished Skylanders, which I don't know if I talked about it uh, the last couple of weeks that I've been playing it. But you, you talk was, about Skylanders as much as I talk about getting a Vita. Uh, <laughs> not that much. But uh, the level design on the newest game has been easily the best in the series and they've done some really creative stuff with some of the stages and like each one introduces either a new mechanic or some kind of a visual change that really shows that vicarious visions is putting a lot of creativity into it until the last two fucking stages because they are god awful especially the second to last stage where the gimmick of the stage was just hey we're gonna make it on a moving train that looks like it's going through a tunnel even though it's flying through the sky so it's just gonna randomly go dark and you can't see where you're jumping and there's enemies like raining projectiles on you. So you're constantly getting killed. And it just was the most frustrating thing I've played in probably any Skylanders game because you could tell it was purposely designed to make it so you had no clue what you were doing and so that you would die over Uh, and over again. So it was like, um, like forced, like, Okay. Okay. I, I see where I see where you're getting at. Like out of all the creativity that every level had up until that point, it honestly just felt like they couldn't think of any other interesting gimmicks and they were getting close to deadline. So they're like shit, we haven't fucked with light yet. <laughs> so um but yeah, and then the la- the last stage was better because you could actually see what you're doing, but it had this persistent obstacle where you had to jump on platforms in a certain order or you'll take damage. Except they didn't explain that to you unless you got into an optional conversation. Oh, so okay. since every other Skylanders game has been pretty straightforward, we were just jumping forward and eating a shitload of damage until we would die. And then we finally decided to talk to this NPC on the side who every other stage up to that point, every NPC just says some generic crap like, oh, you know, save us or thanks for helping us. And this, we finally decided to talk to him. He's like, oh, by the way, you might want to talk to me before you jump on these things because I'll tell you which ones to jump on. Oh, and wow. We already lost half of the toys we bought and we bought four years worth of toys so okay and can you not reuse them you can't reuse ones that died in that same stage so so wow i didn't know that so if you're fucking stuck on a tough stage like you gotta like go out and buy some new toys pretty much well i mean the game's not that hard so it's never been an issue up until that point and we managed to finish the stage before we ran out of like our newest toys but yeah the idea is if you run out of toys, you either have to start the whole stage over again from the beginning, or you have to go out and leave the game on pause and go out and buy another toy and then put it on the base. <laughs> That's funny. Now, I, I, I wanted to, uh, you said the second to last stage. Now, one, you can't enter in this competition, but Derek and Josh, mm-hmm. what is the proper word for second to last? Penultimate. Okay. Is it? Yeah, it is. Good oh, job. Fucking hell, I don't know anything. <laughs> it's the one before the last one. Yeah. Which is which is final. But then, yeah, aside from Skylanders, <laughs> aside from our uh, English lesson here, which is sad because I've taken enough English classes where I should have known that. But anyway, if Juan was my teacher, I would have been fine. If Juan was your teacher, you'd be playing a lot of Smash. You'd be really good at Smash Bros. If Juan was my teacher, I would probably still fail because I have a feeling he has the same condition that my husbando Iki has, or I'd look in his eyes and fall in love and not pay attention to anything. <laughs> 
one is pretty hot. Um, uh, uh, is that what you've got uh, got all for us for this week? Um, just a quick rundown. Uh, I started up. I'm like halfway through Chibi Robo, which is it's a fun, but it's a really basic platformer, which has the dumbest level selection option I've ever seen in a video game. And that is where every like after you beat the first stage of a world, it gives you like a fucking Price is Right spinning wheel. And it's like a board game. So you move a certain amount of spaces, either one, two or three spaces. And however many spaces you play will be the stage you skip to. So say you'll start on stage one, one. And then if you hit a three, you'll hit um, you'll go straight to stage one, four. But the problem with that is if you get another three, then you have to play one, one again. You don't have a choice. You have to beat one, one before you can go back and get another spin to pick a different level. That's so you could like potentially not play a level like like four or five times in a row, right? And you have to beat every level in order to fight the boss and and beat the world before you can move on to. Now, is there is there anything like um, if you're going back and playing the same level over and over again to like pick up um, like power ups or something? Kind of like the game that comes to mind is like getting food for your Chow and Sonic Adventures. Is there any reason to replay levels? Well, there's there's one type of secret that only pops up on a subsequent playthrough. Oh. And also a lot of the actual secrets in the game, which are awesome, by the way, because it's all like real life licensed candy. And then if you take the candy to certain NPCs, they'll like give you the history of the candy. Oh, did you pick up Abba Zabba? Not yet, but I got Tootsie Rolls, Tootsie Roll Pops, Pez with a Mario dispenser, um, Junior Mints, and like a bunch of like German and Japanese candy that I've never heard of. And then, like, it's cool because you deliver it to the character and they'll give you, like, a whole rundown of what the snack is from and how it became. I learned that Tootsie Rolls were named after the creator's daughter who was trying to find a way to make chocolate that wouldn't melt. Huh. I didn't know that before I played Chibi Robo. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we like- came with an amiibo, 10 out of 10. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 9 out of 10, too much water. But, yeah, but um, without going too far into it, I mean, the I came to like you can use your in-game currency though to buy more slots for the wheel so that you can manipulate it to land on the one that you want it to land on and after you completely beat a world you can pick whatever stage you want at your own leisure Mm. but it's still like a really weird pointless mechanic that doesn't seem like it belongs anywhere Mm. but um outside of that real quick i played transform the new transformers devastation and beat it in like four hours and it was is it a it, full price game uh fifty dollars so i guess not technically it's like ten dollars off mm. but it's pretty much bayonetta except you turn into a car instead of a leopard or whatever it was or a panther oh. and like the mechanics are like almost exactly the same as bayonetta complete with when you dodge at the last second everything turns slow motion and you do more damage for some reason isn't it by platinum games yeah Okay. But I mean, usually Platinum Games games are like different from each other, but it it takes all the good parts of Bayonetta and it takes all the worst parts of Wonderful 101 where it doesn't explain anything and key abilities that are necessary to get through the game are locked and they don't tell you that until you kind of just stumble on them in the uh, upgrade screen. Ugh. But I mean, it's a fun, but by Platinum Games standards, it's a kind of a somewhat of a shallow action game because like everything you can do in the beginning is for the most part everything that you can do through the whole game and it's really light on content so um and then of course lastly speaking of transformers splatoon had another splatfest this time it was planes versus cars and it ran into a unique problem where 
Plains ended up winning the majority vote by a pretty large margin. I think it was 68%. But Cars ended up winning more matches. But if you go to, so, and Cars ended up winning the whole thing because the percentage of wins was worth more. But if you go to enough of the Splatoon forums and that kind of stuff, most of the people are claiming that there were so few car players that a bunch of the plane team uh, team plane members were fighting against other team plane members constantly. Oh, wow. So it's kind of a level of controversy to that. Did anyone jump on the spot fest this weekend or was I the only one? I was. I um, did not. Yeah, I don't so. have the game. So, yeah, I was team plane. And I lost again, so. I haven't oh. won a single Splatfest aside from the first one. Oh, oh, sorry and about that. That's okay. When you're in a Splatfest, you're always a winner. <laughs> Fuck Christ. Uh, so, uh, Juan Carlos, Battlefront. Let's hear it. Yeah. Um, they only had two modes available. They had the Hoth battle from Empire Strikes Back, and something called like um. I don't know what if it was a raid mode where uh, escape pods drop and your team of eight has to get to it and secure it before the other team does. So you have to kind of like if you open a treasure chest, you have to hold down X, um, wait for about maybe four minutes for it to completely be yours. And then you have to do that four more times. So the first team to get to five wins. Um, It was okay. Um, I found that players were using a method just to like they activated a shield stole the pod and then it resets the timer to to them so we had a instance where like for 20 minutes we were stuck on one escape pod and it got boring really quick at that point i was just ready to let the game end even if it meant losing i just want to get out of it the of course the the main game that people were playing uh, well i guess nine million players or you know nine million people were playing the game over the weekend uh the hoth battle was great it puts 20 on 20 and Everything's in it. The ATSTs, the ATAT walkers. Um, you have above you TIE fighters, TIE interceptors, A wings, Y wings. Um, I didn't see any Millennium Falcons flying over that they teased in the trailer, but everything felt legit. The sound effect from the st- from the stormtrooper side, if the just felt so satisfying. Like every sound, every every the music, everything from the movies is in this game. And anyone who grew up with Star Wars and knows it front and back, like, will recognize the sound effects are authentic to the movie. Um, the weapon classes are there. Uh, the only thing that was missing was any kind of customization. You were pretty much stuck being a snowtrooper. You can add different things to it uh, to to kind of separate yourself from other players. Um, the uh, the the sniper thing was kind of weird. Like, you only got one shot. Um for every 30 seconds. So you could, you could have just, Oh oh, shit. My mic was totally fucked up. And I was, I was, I was going to say someone like wanking it. (laughs) I was, I was, maybe it was, maybe I was trying to talk. Uh, I was like, man, Juan is being a dick and ignoring me. Then I'm like, wait, wait, I don't see waveforms. Um, (laughs) um, no, uh, the sound design. I talked about it last week that, that dice fucking knows how to like really take good sound design. And, when you're in a bubble shield getting shot, mm-hmm. that sound just like punches you like right in the chest. Like it was amazing. No, I loved it. And it was, it was great. The, the visuals were stunning, but the sound really stole the show for me. Yeah. Uh, and then I got an opportunity to kind of test out the vehicles. I, I know in star Wars lore, the tie fighters aren't necessarily the, the friendliest to pilot. Um, they only take how, the most how, skill. 
I mean, it's, oh, so. it's, it's, they're what, very, what, what's, what's the canon behind it or the logic? Well, they're, they're mass produced and they're, they put their pilots in very confined, um, and spaces and they don't handle very well. They're fast. They're really, really fast, but they don't handle very well. They have very poor shields. So one or two shots and they're, they blow up as opposed to like other ships where they can take some damage and still fly. So they're but like they, the, the Mitsubishi zeros from what we're Yeah, e- exactly. That's a, okay. that's a really good uh, comparison. Yeah. There you go. Wasn't it terrible trying to finish a mission in uh, star Wars uh, rogue squadron as a tie fighter? Like you yeah. may took that to heart, you would literally die in like two shots. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I mean, you had you were the fastest ship in the game, but you were dead pretty darn soon. Like if you lasted more than a minute, you were a pro. But I mean, I mean, it's you know. But I flew some of the other ships. Uh, I think an A wing. I never got to fly an X wing, which kind of broke my heart. But uh, they handled pretty well. It t- it took some getting used to because on the screen you'll see all these controls. Like, all right, you want to shoot your missiles? You want to lock on here? So it's a little overwhelming at first. So I, you know, when I got into an A-wing, I just kind of flew. I didn't even bother shooting. I just want to get the handle of it. And then once, you know, you settle in and you start dogfighting, it, it feels, it feels really cool. I just wish that I had more space to, to kind of maneuver. Like in the old Rogue Squadron games, especially my favorite, favorite um, mission was that Battle of, Battle of Endor. When you're fighting with the second Death Star and you have all those Imperial you know, Star Destroyers out there and all these waves of TIE fighters. And yeah, okay. I was like, I was trying to like think of the level. But yeah, yes, it's yes. just, it's my favorite space battle in all of film that it's just like a clusterfuck of just everything going down. And to play that in a game, especially with Rogue Squadron 2 or Rogue Squadron 1, sorry, for GameCube. Um, it was, it wasn't the first Rogue Squadron it was, on the N64. It was called something. Yeah, there was two games that came out for GameCube. And one for N64. I think the Rogue Le- was there Rogue, Rogue Leader and no, Rogue Squad. It was N64. I think had Rogue Squadron and Naboo Starfighter, right? Yeah. And yeah, then Naboo, uh, maybe. And then uh, the GameCube had Rogue Leader and Rogue Squadron Three, which is the one that had some of the yeah. on foot missions. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the first GameCube that was at, out at launch of GameCube. Let's take. Let's consult the book. Yeah, that now. was Rogue Leader, Rogue yeah. Squadron Two. Yeah, yeah. Rogue Leader was fantastic. I mean that that mission itself like was my dream come true. So I, but it gave you a lot of room to operate. Like you could fly like right underneath ships and like take out their shields. Like I mean, it made you feel like you were in the movie. But in Battlefront, I felt very confined, especially in the Hoth. Well, the Hoth mission is the only one you could fly. But I felt very confined in the space I could fly. You know, I. Yeah. So I hope that. I'm sure they have like the space battles there, but I want them to open it up. I want it They're, to be exp- more expansive than it was in Rogue Leader, to and to give me that. And hell, I want that battle over Endor fight. I think that's the one that all of us love. I'll I'll even take. I mean, I know the prequels weren't all that great, but I'll give me that Revenge of the Sith opening battle over oh, Coruscant, dude. That was that that w- had to be one of my favorite scenes from the uh, the prequel. It like take it took my breath away. Like everyone in the theater just kind of like did a collective gasp when the you know they the, the Jedi starfighters fly over um, the ship and you just open up over the atmosphere of all oh, this thing going on. I I would love to fly that one. That'd be fun too. And then even if you can fly in like in Grievous's ship and then just go on foot and s- just slice shit up that'd be fun too now they they are there's going to be a pure like space battle mode that they're adding 
Um, so it'll be, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how that is implemented. Now I want to ask your question, which seems to be kind of the big point of contention, uh, from the beta is everybody seems to be bitching about balancing on the Hoth map. And I want to get your opinion on it. I actually saw people talking about that on Twitter too, that they said that the, uh, like literally there was people having a discussion that said they never once saw the rebels win. Okay. I want to hear Juan's opinion. Um, uh, it's true. I mean, because the thing is that the rebels have no like vehicles to combat because the Imperials get ATSTs, those chicken walkers, and they're power up. So if you find a random little power up, which, by the way, I, I don't like that system because you don't know what you're picking up until you have it and you can't pick up another one until you get rid of the one you already have. So you pick it up and, oh, I have an ATST and you call it in and now you write an ATST and uh, or you pick up an ATST like, oh, shit, I get to pilot it. And you're just blasting all these rebels on foot. The the most they have are the guns that are near their base. But and even then, the shields are so thick on the on the walkers that you do nothing to them. Well, yeah. not just that, but I, I did play a little bit, too. And I thought that the turrets, you know, were a way to fight the walkers. And the I didn't realize that the freaking Imperials could get in them, too. So I would run to... Yeah a turret to try to destroy a walker and then I would just get shot by it because there was an Imperial inside. Yeah. Now I I did notice that there was, there was two kinds of turrets. There was the laser turret, which was like the, the white cylindrical one, which is like a, uh, for personnel. And then there's the ion turret, which is a big satellite dish one. Um, it, you know, everybody seems to be bitching about the balancing in it and how, how the pickups are, 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 um, kind of random and especially the hero pickups like i've i've walked up to luke's like a, a hero pickup and it disappears and changes in front of me mm-hmm. so they're constantly floating around the map um I, I i want your opinion on this statement is um it's very it's it is very very like the movie because the rebels are supposed to lose yeah they lose that but they, they obviously whoa spoilers um they are they are supposed to lose that it is a losing battle um I've um, I played it uh, a shit ton over the weekend on both PC and, and PS4, and I w- I was on the winning rebel rebel side quite a few times. And if you um, all it takes is really just um, you just have to play the game better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to play the objective. The problem is is that a lot of people, and this is in all conquest games, all battlefield esque games, is that people just want to sit up on the hill. And snipe people yep. and get kills after kills. Nobody wants to uh, PTFO exactly. play the fucking objective. Um, nobody, nobody wants to run up and capture the points. Um, I did. Um, I really like how if you're uh, if you're bad at capturing a set of points, you're going to do less damage to the walkers. So it really incentivizes you to play the objective and not just sit there and snipe people. Which, um, which I welcome. I love that. And um, I I played a match once where um, we destroyed one of the the adats in the first section. Like we, nice, we, we blew the main one up in the first section, um, and because we had like nine uh, Y bombers, uh, it was oh um, my god. Yeah, we stacked up. We 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 held the points and did not lose them at all, and just everybody everybody went went ham on it. Yeah, it's it's 
It's good. I think as the game progresses, because like, people were trying to figure out what to do and the best strategies, especially you're playing with strangers. So unless you went in with friends, you didn't have any clear communication. Because this game is is not like uh, Destiny or anything like that, where you can just get away with just kind of winging it. You need to go in with a plan or else yeah. you're going to be, that game is going to be done really quick. Mm-hmm. But to me, um, I really uh, was hoping that I get a chance to ride the speeder bike. That was because mm. that's my th- that was that's my thing. I want to get on the speeder bike. I want to go through Endor, f- fuck shit up, maybe crash in a tree or two. <laughs> oh, absolutely. But but yeah, it, I mean, it. I loved what I what I played. Uh, I do want to play more of it. Uh, am I disappointed over the whole fifty dollar thing? Yeah. Um, am I bitching? But am when I end up buying the game after all? Yeah, absolutely. Well, here's here's <laughs> like, how here's yeah. how at least. Like all that premium stuff works out, at least in, in my experience, is um, when I did Battlefield 4, um, I bought I bought the the collector's edition, like the digital collector's edition, downloaded it, played it. When the first expansion came out or got announced and we saw the features that were going to in it, that is when I bought the season pass. Um, so you don't have to buy the season pass right away. And I've and I was happy with all the the, the expansions that came with Battlefield, Battlefront, yeah, Battlefield 4. Fuck. Um uh, the the real one BF4 um, that I felt like I got my money's worth out of it. You know, and I'll say this: like if I know you're playing it and other friends are playing it, then I'm going to be in. You know, it, it, the same thing happened with Destiny. A lot of my friends were playing it. I have a hell of a time. I love playing with those guys. And if it transitions over to Star Wars Battlefront, then I, I can't say no to it. I really you know it, and I'm I'm actually gonna pick it up on both um uh both pc and ps4 but i gotta tell you uh when you how i was that the only one who got like bummed when i was on the rebel side uh no nah, i mean sometimes and it was kind of like what well, I, I, I me and my friend played the shit out of it and we would get like you'd get some shitty like teammates and we're just like oh man what the fuck um we we did we did find we did find something really, really obnoxious is that you can get on top of the the main ion cannon. Mm-hmm. Um, y- there's a way if you run all the way to the back of uh, Echo Base, um, you can do jump. You can jump up on the mountains um, and get to um, on top of the ion cannon. And we would we would sit up there and just wreck Imperials. We'd get the sniper rifle, we'd get the long range uh, blasters, and we would just wreck them to the point where they, the entire team was just so salty and pissed that they were trying to, they were crashing tie interceptors into the, the, <laughs> the t- trying to get us. They, they would just like dive bomb us. And it was awesome because like, I would die and then I would spawn on my friend Dylan and then he would die and he'd spawn on me. And then we had personal shields. We, and it was, it would always end with us um I, I i think we won most of them when we were doing that oh and then and then one time we we stood on top of the adats uh, right when <laughs> they got hit by the the a wings and just wrecked the shit out of them wrecked the shit out of them so so there you go there's i i hope they don't put up invisible walls cuz that's going to be my day one mm-hmm. day one do <laughs> day one do yeah it'll be interesting to see if it changes at all cuz i i don't know if it was someone with ea or dice who did an interview I think just today that said that, yeah, they agreed that the rebel side was unbalanced and they were going to try to make it easier to defeat the walkers. Yeah. I see. I don't know. I think it's, um, I didn't mind losing. The thing was like when you won, 
um, you really like you really did something. Like that's that was that was my uh, that's bullshit though. It should be balanced. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We are at one fifteen. So let's um let's close it up. Um. Did, did you play anything else, Juan? Um. I played a little. Bit. I have Chibi Robo. I really love what I played so far. That, but before we go to the next thing, I uh, for next week, uh, I have demo codes for Triforce Heroes. Uh, yes, I was. Um, uh, I, I guess we probably should talk about this. Um, I have six demo codes. Jesus, of Triforce Heroes. Um, so I was thinking we should. Do you guys want to start giving some away? Well, on this episode? I so I I do, but I also want to see if we can play some of this together. Do you guys okay. all have a, de- a demo on your 3ds? Yeah, I don't have I don't have it yet, but I'll get it tonight. All right, tell you what, I'll I have one. I'll, I'll give you one of my demo codes, and then I'll use one of my remaining ones to give away. Okay, well, um, um, I got three, and then one of our longtime listeners, uh, Fushna, gave us his three. So we have nine total. So we'll we'll, we'll give them away. We'll we'll um. Shit, I don't know. Should we should we give some away this episode? Yeah, we could definitely give that away today. Okay, we'll give we'll give we'll give some codes away. Um, so uh, we'll uh, while while you guys talk about mission objectives, I'll 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 figure. Oh wait, no, I need to talk about games. Um, shit. Um, I've um played Metal Gear Online some more. Getting starting to get really pissed off with the peer to peer um net code. There's no servers. It's peer to peer. So uh, there's been plenty of times where the host. Uh, uh, is is losing and then just disconnects. Uh, one time I was playing and me and my buddy um, were Fultoning somebody and the moment he was getting Fulton because he had like nine tickets, uh, it said host disconnected. So we're pretty sure that we were about to just like destroy the host and he just rage quit, which which sucks because you just you ruin the game and it was you know we put some some time into it and there's been some really shitty situations where like I'm about to grab somebody and I grab them and then all of a sudden like our our consoles catch up to each other. And then he's actually got me in a headlock real cheap, uh, real bullshit. And then, um, uh, playing, um, lost planet two on the PC, which was a huge pain in the ass to get working because got it on steam. My friend bought it for me on steam. Um, then it, it wouldn't, wouldn't start. Just wouldn't start. Like just, just wouldn't start. Had to, had to go get games for windows live, install that. Updated about three or four times because it doesn't update it once. You have to update it, restart the game, update it, restart the game. Spent about an hour and a half trying to get into the same fucking game together. Got to the point where I just had to put my computer on the DMZ in my router for us to even see each other. And then still like games for Windows, like fuck games for Windows Live. That is such a piece of shit. But it was real nostalgic to see my old Xbox 360 gamer card and like all my old Xbox 360 friends. I'm like, those people still exist. Well, interesting, interesting. Um, but if you're playing that game on the PC, get a 360 controller or get a DualShock 4 with DS Tool or DS, yeah, DS4 Tool or something like that because it is impossible on the mouse and keyboard. Well, so that is. Oh, go ahead. Why, why were you playing Lost Planet 2 to begin with? Um, I don't know. My friend was like, hey, let's play Lost Planet 2. And I was like, uh, no, um, my money's real tight right now. And I'm not going to get it. And he's like, well, I just bought it for you. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so that's okay. it. I mean, yeah. it's, it's co op, it's fun. Yeah, it's just basic, wondering because I haven't heard about that game in like years. It's basically Monster Hunter. It's I don't know monster, about that. No, it is. It is. It is Monster Hunter. It is. It is Monster Hunter with guns. Tell me I'm wrong. You're wrong. Fuck you. All right. So, um, <laughs> uh, 
mission objectives. Uh, Derek and Josh, what do you got? Uh, I've got just a few. Um, Daniel S. said probably a dedicated gaming PC is $2,000 enough. Absolutely. And then Xavier F. said, um, I think I'd buy a better sound system and display that can carry over for both console and PC. For a PC, it'd probably be a better CPU and motherboard. If it was on consoles, I guess the other consoles. And then Carlos S. said, in my situation, I'd invest in the best TV I could get for that price. All right. Derek? So I've got just a few as well. Uh, Graham H. says the Lian Lee DK-02 aluminum computer desk, uh, which looks pretty incredible, actually. It's this uh, neat-looking, nicely designed aluminum computer desk, but you it's actually the case for your computer as well. I've so the top, seen that. top of the desk is like a tempered glass surface, so you can actually see your computer running inside of it. It looks pretty cool. Yeah. Um, is there a price on here? I do not see the price, but it's probably expensive. Um, so yeah, that was one. Uh, Michael B said, I legitimately could spend $2,000 on games. It just be games for various systems that would add up to $2,000. Uh, Kyle A said, buy a gaming PC. Eric, Eric F said, do I have to spend it on games? If I, if I have to, it'd be a dope PC, PC setup. I'm sick of this PC master race stuff. Just let me play my fucking games. (laughs) <laughs> so salty um, so our mission objective for you guys this week is um, directly uh, directly correlated to um, well I mean I guess I don't know I don't know where it comes from but I, I might point out it is do you play first person shooters inverted or not or third um, person or, or third person or anything uh, or anything do you play first person shooters um, I uh, just want to go go first real quick so I can work on this this uh, contest um, I do not play him inverted, um, and I play him first person. Though in Battlefront, playing it in third person gave you way more situational awareness. But sometimes your your crosshairs were different from what your character, like the, your character's model, can see. So I would put the crosshairs dead on someone's head, pull the trigger, and my character would shoot the snowbank in front of him. So that was really kind of uh, annoying, but. Wait, are you thinking of the same inverted I'm thinking of? No, like inverted where like instead of like pushing forward, uh, like like pu- like if you push forward, your character pulls his gun up. Okay, push- yeah, that's what I that's what I thought. Okay, yeah, but 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 Derek said third person. Um, I said or for or third person, and then you started talking about the third person stuff. Shut up. Shut up. Um, but when I'm when I'm in the vehicles, when I'm doing the uh, flying the uh. TIE Fighters or in Battlefield when I'm flying the planes, forward is down, back is up, like like a control stick or a flight yoke in an airplane. So that's my that's my two cents. Okay. Well for me, I usually just play at whatever the default set at, which was strange for me when I did play Battlefront because for some reason I think my brain just automatically defaults to flying with the inverted controls. So I finally got an X-Wing, and I was super excited, and then I just nosedived into the ground. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's how it was for me on the PC, because um, they, uh, it, wa- it wasn't like that. It, was, it, was, it, was, it wasn't inverted. So like, I, was, I was, oh yeah, sweet, TIE Fighter, <laughs> like right into the side of Echo Base. <laughs> Suck. One? Uh, so... Inverted is where down is up, 
where where back, back is, is up is up and then front is down i i do play in oh great yeah thank you i pl- i play inverted because uh back in the day i played pc flight sims all the time mm. and i was splurging on um those uh, controllers that mimicked, you know, aircraft flight jokes. And oh, yeah. Interesting. And every, yeah. And every time they said, pull up, pull up, I would pull back and pull my plane up. So I, and it all started with the Star Fox games. Cause that's how the default was. I think when you pulled back your your R wing went up and you push forward, like up and it went down. So that's how I fly mine. So I had, I think I went the same thing with Josh, you know, I, even with the tie interceptor, I was struggling a bit because if you go up, you go up, you know, and if you go down, it's down. So, um, yeah, so I play inverted. Right on. Uh, so I think I figured it out uh, for the contest. Uh, tweet us with the hashtag Geekscape Zelda Triforce Heroes. It's a long one, but tweet us hashtag Geekscape. Are you sure that Ze- fits in 140 characters? Geekscape Triforce Heroes. Take out the Zelda. So Geekscape. What about like Criminal Geekscape or something? Oh my god. He put so much time and effort into working out this contest and we're just shitting all over it. I hate you guys. (laughs) We're just giving him some constructive criticism. Geekscape. Like next time we say let's meet at 7 o'clock. Geekscape. Email us at 726 telling us you'll be on soon. Hashtag. (laughs) Hashtag Geekscape Triforce Heroes. Tweet us. um, uh, Tweet us at the official tweeter or tweet any of us. Um, what we have going around the site, my around. I haven't, you haven't, I haven't given my answer yet. Oh, what is your answer? Uh, also we got a, I got another response for last week's objective. So miles H said, I have an I seven CPU with a GTX nine eighty and an SSD. I guess if I had to, I'd get a PS four or maybe a VR headset of some type. I'm pretty much set for the PC rig though. Um, I'm actually really interested to hear the responses for this week's because I'm pretty convinced that nobody, almost nobody plays inverted. Um, but it'll be interesting to see. I have a fairly interesting story for this. Um, basically never, ever played inverted ever because why would I? Um, and then my dad got an Xbox 360 at one point. And of course, back on the Xbox 360, you had to have a separate Xbox Live Gold membership for each account. So he was the only one with Xbox Live Gold. Um, So if I ever wanted to play multiplayer games, I had to play it on his account. Um, And so we were both into the first Gears of War for a while when it came out, and I would play it online and everything like that. Um, And he would always have it on inverted, and I would always switch it off inverted, and it remembers your last settings, of course. So every time he came back to the game, he'd get mad because it was still you know, not inverted because I always forgot to turn it back. And so finally one day he said, if you ever want to play the Xbox again, you have to play inverted. And uh, then I started playing inverted and it was awful for a while because it's basic. Did he throw the TV at you? No, no, that was my mom. (laughs) Uh, No, it was, uh, you know, I, it was a, it it was not a reasonable request, but you know, I I get it, I guess. But Anyway, so then, you know, you're awful at first. It's impossible to switch back and forth. Like if someone's like, here's a nothing. So basically, end of the story, I learned to play inverted and now I cannot play non-inverted. Like the first thing I have to do in, every, in any game is switch it to inverted controls. And then everybody's like, weird, who plays inverted? Um, Weirdo. That's weird with me. Yeah, it's, it's like a- inverted's the norm. 
yeah, now I can't, like, I'm literally useless if it, you know, because it becomes muscle memory. Like, because- like, and, and I mean, if you think about it, inverted makes sense. Like, pulling the joystick back is like your head tilting back. So, it's like you're controlling the head instead of controlling the, you know, the viewpoint. Well, the thing is, like, I come from um, FPSs on mouse and keyboard. And that that makes more sense to me from moving the mouse forward because you're moving your cursor to the top of the screen. Um, uh, that's that makes more that makes more sense to me because you move your mouse forward, cursor to the top of the screen, push the joystick forward, l- look up. Um, that's just that's where I come from. But, I mean, that's where I came from too. But then I, I wasn't allowed to play Xbox if I thought like that. So. <laughs> But it's like but, it's like a parent like forcing their religion on you or something. Like <laughs> you just don't have a choice if you want to. You know, a, a if lot you of, want these perks, you have to do this. It, a lot of the uh, inverted players come from Goldeneye because it was inverted by default. Inverted in Goldeneye was normal. So there's there's that for you. Um, cool stories. Uh, Juan had to dip out, so bye Juan. Bye everybody. Um, bye. Anyway. Um, bye. So yeah, uh, that was uh, that was it. Uh, so what are you guys playing? Uh, inverted, um, first person, and inverted for planes and flying vehicles. I mean, just let us know. We want to hear your thoughts. Um, uh, tomorrow, and I'm gonna have a, an article up tonight, and this podcast is gonna be up tonight. So I'm gonna have two articles up tonight. Um, and the last podcast? Uh, the podcast is already up. Shut up. Um, yeah, but there's no sh- there's no there's no post on the website. I know. Okay. You promised. I did not promise. You were um, like, I'm going to have it up tonight with show notes. I lied. Um, tomorrow is um, the Alaskan Extra Life 24-hour gaming marathon. Uh, just to give you a quick uh, rundown. Um, Extra Life is a charity that raises money for the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals. Um, so if it'll, it benefits a local children's hospital. Uh, we are raising money for Providence Hospital last year. Our goal was two thousand dollars. We raised just under twelve. This year, our goal uh, is twelve, and we've currently raised thirty-eight thousand um, dollars. So it starts tomorrow. I might be gaming. I might not. Um, I'm going to be donating my time as stage manager for the DJs. Uh, so we have um, we have some interesting stuff. So um, ours is tomorrow. The national one is um, next month. So if you want to donate to the Nano 7 Gamers and back me as a participant, um, I'll have a link uh, somewhere that you can check out. Um, if not, find a local one uh, and game for 24 hours for charity. It helps uh, children's hospitals around you, which is really, really nice. Um, uh, around the site, my around the site this week is Fox announces two live action X-Men TV shows. They're announcing one called Legion which is about the character Legion, um, who is uh, Charles Xavier's schizophrenic son, um, who is pretty much the the direct cause of the Age of Apocalypse storyline. I, I, I love the idea of uh, uh, TV shows that mess with characters as well as the audience, because this seems like a show, like the show Perception, or like the show Life on Mars, where the audience doesn't know what's going on as much as the character doesn't know what's going on, and everybody's getting tricked. Um, and they're also adding a show called Hellfire, which is um, about the uh, creation of the Hellfire Club, uh, which is um, which contains some characters like Emma Frost. Um, so that's really cool. Lo- love to see that Fox is getting on board with uh, TV shows after seeing the success of all the uh, Marvel 
Cinematic Universe one. And Derek. Gotham, I guess. Uh, that's DC. Oh, so yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it's still a Fox. Okay, all right. Derek, what's your Fox. what's your around the site? Uh, so this one I was pretty excited for, uh, FX announced, I believe it was yesterday that they are developing a series based on the, why the last man, uh, Mm -hmm. limited comic book series. Um, this one's really exciting for me. It's my favorite comic book series of all time. Um, I would say it, uh, started in 2002, ran for 60 issues. It's about this, uh, basically on earth, uh, all of a sudden in an instant, every creature on earth that has a Y chromosome, uh, dies instantly except for one man and his pet monkey. Um, and it's just all about what happens after that and him trying to figure out what's going on and what should he do. And everyone's trying to get him because he's the last man on earth and, uh, all that sort of stuff. I actually learned about the series, uh, back on geek geek drome actually uh back in the early early days they they had a series uh or a segment called comics for people who don't like comics um and i did like comics but they were talking about that and it sounded really cool and uh which which odd odd like coincidence not coincidence or i don't know um back when this was this was originally optioned for a movie and yeah it was originally a line it was originally lionsgate and actually it was so disappointing at the time. DJ Caruso, who's directed a lot of not very good movies, and uh, he was attached to direct, and Shia LaBeouf was uh, set to be the main character. Well, when, actually, what it, when it first got announced, uh, Dan Trachtenberg was set to direct it. No, what I'm talking about was way before that. Oh, uh, well, like, it was it was announced a couple of years ago. Uh, the old, like, old co-host of Geek Drum was, um, uh-oh, uh-oh. We're getting feedback from somebody. Hello? Anyway, <laughs> that went away. Dan Trachtenberg was set to direct it, which is coincidental that you heard it from a show that Dan Trachtenberg hosted. So, interesting. Hello? Hey. Hello. Oh, okay. <laughs> Josh, what is your around the site? Um, mine would have to be the announcement of Godzilla versus King Kong. Yes. Um, so just, excited for that. Yeah, just because you know, putting those two together. And since the last uh, King Kong movie was pretty good. And then the last Godzilla movie was, wasn't terrible. I mean, it sounds like it, it was, bodes well. For, I actually really like the last Godzilla movie. Um, I, I don't know. It was weird. I know it got a lot of critical acclaim, but I, when I watched it, I thought it was kind of weird at points. Like, like how just mostly how Godzilla was like barely in it. And then when he, he was, got, yeah, it was something like, like he, he was not in it very much, but as far as the tone and the atmosphere of the film, I thought that was really, really I think successful. What I, what I, what I hated most about that movie is hard to cut you off. Uh, was how Brian Cranston was like advertises the, the star of the movie and he's uh spoiler. He fucking dies in the first act. Yeah. He, he was in it about as much as Godzilla was. Yeah. Like the two stars of the movie were barely in the movie. No, but yeah, I just the su- the whole subplot about the sun, I think was just I was kind of like, all right, when are we going to get to Godzilla? I don't really care about this kid. But mm. but no, I mean um, That should be that should be really exciting to see when it comes out. Yeah, like with today's production values and they Well, and the fact that there's that this can, that the fact that they're planning this kind of shared monster universe. So, you know, they said that they're open to, cause legendary also quite a lot of, a lot of, a lot of Toho's other monsters like, uh, you know, Mothra and Gamera and all that sort of stuff. Um, so, you know, it, it'll be, 
it well and the, i think the cool thing is that they you know there was that that group that organization monarch in the godzilla film um which were basically they you know had been tracking the mutos uh for years or did or decades um and so they'll be able to use that organization to tie in anything else basically is it's, it's kind of a cool aspect. I, I, I just, um, uh, and we're getting really long on around the site, but I just hope they bring some really weird stuff from the old movies. Like the, the two fairies that are like Mothra's keeper. Like I, I, I want them to bring some weird Japanese stuff to it. They won't. They won't. Um, that was a uh, level 50 guys, uh, level five zero. Let us know, um, what, um, control type you like to play with uh, tweet us Geekscape Triforce Heroes to win a demo copy or demo code uh, of the game and check it out um, and actually um, fuck it we'll give away a three pack because it's a three player game so we'll give away three three codes so that's that um, you can find us on geekscape.net you can find us on twitter at geekscape games I am at Shane O'Hare um, SS Jaken on gaming platforms Derek uh, I'm at D Cranavelt on Twitter and at Captain K17 on PlayStation. And I am at Inu Joshua on just about everything. All right, that was again. That was level 50. We'll see you guys back here next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.